Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And on today's episode, I want to share with you something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I hope, of course, that it inspires your own thoughts and that you will share with me whatever comes up for you. So after the show, be sure to go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com, and you can email me or connect with me on social media and let me know what your own experiences have been. And um, another thing I wanted to point out is that this month, of course, I'm sure a lot of you know already, that we have two eclipses as well as Mercury going retrograde again. So this month, just very basic in a nutshell, this is a time where we can stop and reflect and revisit some things just to give ourselves an opportunity to see things in new ways. So that's always a beautiful time because it gives us opportunities to heal, to forgive, to do things differently, just anything at all that may support us in our forward movement and on our path. And if that is something that you've been recognizing this month as well, again, it's something I would love to hear about. You can even join us in the Seeker Circle on Facebook and share your experiences, what's coming up for you and your personal path of self-discovery and self-healing. And you can ask your questions as well. It's a beautiful community of people and you can ask anything and people will share and um, give their suggestions. It's really a beautiful, beautiful community. And if you want to join us in the Seeker Circle, there is a link for that on my website as well. And then finally, while you're there, one reminder, I can't believe how quickly this year has gone by, but we are just three months away from Raven Keys coming to San Diego. So if you are a Reiki master of any lineage and you're interested in the medical Reiki training with Raven Keys, she will be in San Diego this October. So you can also get information about that and register to come and join us on my website. Again, that's theenergeticalchemist.com. And I look forward to meeting some of you. I'm really excited about this training. Um, When you go to my site and click on the button about medical Reiki training, you will see some information there uh, from Raven Keys herself, as well as you can click on the um, podcast, the interview that I did with her, in case you haven't heard it yet. It's really interesting. Her work is so inspiring. And again, I'm looking forward to that training. So October, come to San Diego. It'll be a lot of fun. So that is all that I wanted to update you with. I hope you enjoy this episode and I will see you on the other side. Before we begin, I just want to say that I am so thankful to be here today with a new topic to share with you all. And as always, I hope that you um, will be inspired to get some insight that helps you to think and expand on your own journey of self-healing and transformation. Um, I also want to say that I am excited about some upcoming guests on the show. Um, We have some beautiful people coming to share more information with us, and I 
thank you very much for rating the show on Apple Podcasts. So if you do enjoy Reiki Radio, it helps so much that you rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It helps us to grow, but it also helps us to continue to have these beautiful guests come and share their insights with us, which has been a lot of fun. And there was another thing. Oh, I wanted to thank everyone who sent messages to check on me <laughs> over um, 4th of July and the following day. We had some earthquakes out here in Southern California. So thank you so much for everyone who um, sent messages asking if I was okay. I am okay. I thank you very much for that. So today it's just me and I wanted to talk to you about something that has been on my mind. I was thinking about um, how we always talk about balancing our energy. You hear a lot about balancing chakras, balancing our divine feminine, our divine masculine, whatever it may be. In this realm, we talk about balancing all the time. But one of the things that I like to explore is kind of going beneath the surface where we say, a lot of things in this realm. There's a lot of like spiritual jargon, right? But I don't know that we always stop to think about, well, why? What are we really saying? How does it really impact us? What does it all mean? So today I wanted to talk to you about what we are balancing and why it even really matters. So first, I just want to ask you, consider for yourself, how do you balance and how is it impacting your life if you are imbalanced? What does that look like for you? When does it show up? What does it look like to be out of balance? Now, the truth is, we really can't miss it, right? <laughs> imbalance is easy to see and experience because we live in a world of polarity or opposing forces or duality. We have up and down, yes and no, hot and cold, good or bad. There's even the flux of duality within our own design. So we oftentimes talk about the differences between our ego and our higher self. Again, our feminine and our masculine energies. We talk about the differences between being and doing. Now, the beauty within these seemingly extreme opposites is that they provide systems of operation that enhance our ability to understand. When we swing into these extremes, one side of the pole or the other, we really immerse ourselves into the experience of what that is, and hopefully we learn something from it. We're given opportunities to study through our experiences. And like I always say, it's all about how we see it. It's about our perceptions. And there is the greater beyond the duality and imbalance, which is our lesson of harmonization. When we say we want to come into balance, we are trying to harmonize. And we can work towards this, and we can even try to maintain it when we understand both ends of any pole, good or bad, feminine, masculine, so with this, when you think about it, we always talk about, you know, life, like the pendulum swinging back and forth. Have you ever wondered why life seems like a series of extremes? We have highs and we have lows. 
Now, we have to observe the high and low qualities of each energy or experience in order to modify or manage how we use these energies, which will impact how we experience our lives overall. So how do you function within the extremes? What do you embody and project? You know, you've probably heard or you've probably said, I was in my ego. Well, what's the other side of that? And what was the impact of being in that extreme, in the energy and the functionality of your ego? And on the other end of the pole, if you do practices of connecting with your higher self, what is that experience like? And where's the in-between? You've also heard people say, very commonly, especially nowadays, I was in my masculine, or I was functioning from my masculine. People say this a lot. But again, what does that mean? And what's the other side of that? And why does it matter to know and understand both sides, the feminine and the masculine, the ego and the higher self? It matters because of imbalance. And again, you really want to examine what these different polarities are about and how do you find center without understanding the other end of the spectrum? You know, a lot of people say you have to know bad to understand good or you have to know sadness to understand joy. Why do we say these things? What does that mean? What are the lessons on either side? You know, we've seen the impact of hypermasculine energies collectively. And again, that is something that's spoken about a lot. And because of this, we had an opportunity to study this energy. We have experienced it on many levels, good, bad, or indifferent. And it has caused imbalance which we're currently working through, right? And as a result, the pendulum has swung and we've entered a cycle of highlighting the feminine. Now, that means a lot of different things to different people, but the truth is this may cause another extreme shift in experience from one polarity to another. But again, this will also lend opportunity to deepen our collective understanding Now, dancing in the extremes, quite honestly, isn't always pretty. (laughs) And on the other end, and at some point, we will become hyper-aware of the impacts of both when we are out of balance. But again, why does it even matter? What's the implication? What happens in these extremes? We repress and we erupt. When we suppress one side, when we only live in or embody the other, we restrict an aspect of our own being. So even like this example, we've done this collectively. When we talk about we've all been so extremely in the masculine energy, what does that mean has been done to the feminine energies? Just think about that in your own life. We've done this collectively because we've done it individually. And we've done it individually because we've done it collectively. 
Now, just to really consider this for yourself, I want you to think about what happens when you suppress your emotions. We create triggers, and our system becomes like a landmine. Your body suffers, and something erupts. It may be an eruption of our behaviors, our words, our emotions, extreme projection of our life force. And if it doesn't erupt, again, what's the polarity? Perhaps you shut down. You may experience depression, illness, depletion of your life force. So those extremes, we can see how, you know, it can cause a lot of challenges for us. So the key is in how we find balance, coming out of the chaos and into harmonization. That's why you always hear about this balancing. We have to balance. And the truth is it has to start within you. So the question is, how are you managing you? Your mind, your emotions, your body, your energy. It's not just about recognizing what many people call in their feminine or masculine, which has been skewed in our understanding because of societal programming and based on gender. It's about recognizing feminine and masculine as energy first, regardless of your form, because we are comprised of both of these energies. But because we have wounds from the ideas and experiences within the imbalance of these energies, we have all come out of harmony, just on a base level. So if you go beyond body and go within your being for a moment, beyond the surface, and consider what it would be like to accept, to heal and balance both aspects of your energetic being, what would change if you didn't have disgust about an aspect of your design, if you didn't feel shame or denial about an aspect of your design? If you understood that the outward projection or external representation based on imbalance of feminine and masculine had nothing to do with the pure essence of these energies, which when they're in harmony are unified, there's no separation. We always talk about being one. And we oftentimes focus on being one with like the world around us, but it starts with that unification within ourselves. The dualistic idea that we have of the feminine and the masculine is two very separate things, this polarity between them. It evolves into alignment. It evolves into self-unification which is the only path into true oneness. It starts within ourselves. So again, with this example, in your body, no matter your gender, race, height, beyond all of that, you start to embody your divine essence. You radiate and project your divine essence fully in harmony. You change how you create and experience internally 
which then will help you transform how you create and experience externally. So again, just think about that for a moment. What would it look and feel like to be in harmony with yourself? Neither hyper-feminine or hyper-masculine. If you are in a state of being without extremes, and again, we're just talking energetically. What if you understood the high qualities of both and were able to utilize these energies in ways that support your overall functionality? So being both intuitive and logical. Being both graceful and assertive. Being both giving and receptive. You come into a harmonized state of being, so you can come into a harmonized state of doing. You start to harmonize your existence and your creations. And just think about it. I mean, just take it back. Imagine you were born this way, in harmony, in the state of balance. And the only reason you reverted into a state of extremes is because you were taught to be in a state of imbalance. And this was based on expectations, what you saw in the world around you. And because of lack of understanding and hyper-focus on the external, focusing only on the material without guidance to support other layers of your design, somewhere along the way, people began to function from fear, greed, want for power, control, competition. Sound familiar? <laughs> and it's a mess. Do you really think this serves our higher purpose? Now, at this point, I would say yes and no to that question. If it serves our higher purpose, I would say yes because the extremes help us to see clearly how opposing forces function. When you are extremely high or extremely low, you learn a lot in those experiences. So just for example, have you ever been extremely sad? And when you're in it, it can be hard to believe you will ever feel differently. Although you may know there is another side of this emotional spectrum. And while you may not want extreme happiness in that moment, there's a part of you that just craves to be able to inch out of the extreme that you're in. Now, I want you to think about that. Why would you not want to go to the extreme opposite if you were in your sadness? You know, it's kind of funny. We often hear that people are afraid of extreme joy because we fear it will become lost. We fear the potential pendulum swinging from high to low. So what does that mean? If it's so uncomfortable to be in extreme sadness, but we're in fear when we're extreme joy, where's the ideal space to be in? Peace is in the middle, the central point of neutrality. No polarity, just. The state of peace and harmony between the extremes. 
Now, if we bring it back to basics, you see that the study becomes that of your entire system, both physical and non-physical. Your physical and energetic body, your emotional and logical process, your analytical and intuitive aspects of your mind, your form and your field, the seen and un unseen. It's about understanding your entire design, learning how to harmonize both your feminine and masculine energy. Now, as we've discussed on many episodes, we have access to several tools. We have access to different systems and modalities that help us to come into the self-study. And even within these teachings and practices, there are aspects of duality and opposition again, for our examination, to help us understand and realize our choice and our ability to manage, heal, and harmonize. These polarities, this duality is highlighted for us everywhere because it's also this aspect within ourselves. So let's just say, for example, um, in the system of astrology, Signs are paired in oppositions. Every sign has an opposite. But when we hear that word, opposition, we assume that maybe whatever is in opposition, they're at odds. They're at odds with each other. But the truth is that the expressions within each opposition give us an opportunity to understand how to find balance how to integrate and utilize the aspects of both energies so that we can find the center point of harmony. We can look at oppositions to understand how these opposing forces work together, how they can support each other and balancing out extreme potential. So even outside of astrology, I mean, you could look at Taoism, where you can examine yin and yang. In yoga, we study both body and breath, both mind and will. Even in Reiki, we experience the non-physical as an aspect of the physical, unifying both our energetic and physical being, being consciously aware of our design. And why? All of these teachings and practices are pointing back at existence in full expression, the duality, the polarities. And they are showing us these dualities so that we can recognize the potential for harmony. In this way, you can observe your true function and design, and also understand your capacity to manage and harmonize the very essence of existence, of life, of how you create and experience, of how you are expressing and projecting. All of these help us understand how we create balance within our form and field, our physical and non-physical. 
Now, through the work that you're doing, whatever you practice, isn't there some part of you that is attempting to realize who and what you are, to move deeper into your authenticity, to feel aligned and balanced beyond any confusion, misunderstanding, or wounds of the world? That's why we do this work. To come out of the cocoon and emerge as the butterfly. To love, to realize, to rebirth. And you rebirth through your cycles of awareness. You rebirth through your healing. You rebirth through your acceptance and willingness to align with and recognize your embodiment of all there is while in form, in balance. Now, Reiki and meditation were definitely the catalyst in my continued process, but another way all of this highlighted for me was through automatic writing, and I've shared that before. But in case you haven't heard it, it was um, back when I was just starting to recognize other layers of our capacity, of our design, like our ability to sense and manage energy, what that really meant, and the ability to tune in to our higher minds. So I decided to go into my Akashic records every single day, allowing myself to write whatever information came through. I, pra I practiced automatic writing. And what that means is I didn't edit. And even when my analytical mind tried to question what was coming through, I just kept writing. Bypassing my doubts, my skepticism, now, if you want to try this for yourself, how you do it is you move into an altered state of consciousness through meditation. Um, whether you're in your Akashic Records or not, you can do this through uh, a meditative state. And you just allow information to pour through you. You allow yourself to learn how to get out of the way and just allow information to come through. And you just write it down. And when I was doing this, I wasn't asking about my day-to-day -day life I wanted to understand our design. So at that time, I was hearing a lot about chakra energy. I was hearing about this in yoga classes, Reiki circles, just across the board. And I wanted to know more. I wanted to know if there was anything more that wasn't being said. Like, what were the chakras really? What was the point? So when I went into my Akashic Records, that's what I asked about, the chakras. Now, um, it was really interesting because a lot was coming through in that automatic writing and in, into my awareness. And it wasn't just a one-time thing. The information continued to evolve and expand over time. Remember, I was doing this daily. And at one point, I thought that was it. Like, I got all the information. I was given enough insight. But what happened, and to my surprise, is that information kept coming through because I kept showing up. And I loved it, to be quite honest, because it felt like lessons, like I was in, you know, school being taught about our energy bodies. And it was information that I could access by asking, trusting, and allowing. Just allowing the flow, but without expectation. I let myself get out of the way. 
So again, this started years ago. And what has been most intriguing is the information about balancing and harmonization as it related to the chakras. And you know, we often hear about balancing our chakras, but the information I see received was a little bit different, even visually. It wasn't just about harmonizing the in the linear way that we've seen like chakras depicted from root to crown. What I was shown was a circular representation and it was referred to as the energy of evolution. Now in this, there are again, oppositions, just like in the other teachings and modalities. The crown and the root chakra are in opposition. The third eye and the sacral in opposition. The throat and the solar plexus were also in an opposition. And then the heart and the higher self are in alignment. So even in this, again, the key was understanding the opposing forces, understanding as above, so below. The physical and the non-physical in harmony, bringing all into alignment. And that's what we usually see depicted, like the chakras just in perfect alignment. Now, in this, we can understand connection, perception, and projection, key elements to our design. So just a quick overview so you understand this. I told you that the root and crown were in opposition, but between them, you get to understand being in body while simultaneously being one with all there is. So between the two, you learn to harmonize your connection, being in body while simultaneously being connected to all there is, seemingly individual while separate from no thing. Between the third eye and your sacral, you get to explore how you translate your experiences both in mind and in feeling. So between the third eye and the sacral chakra, you have an opportunity to harmonize your perceptions, how you translate the world around you, the world within, the seen and the unseen. And then between the throat and the solar plexus, you can examine your expression. You can examine how you are expressing both energetically and through word. That's harmonizing your projections. And as you come into balance, understanding the function of these polarities, you recognize the alignment between your heart and your higher self, the wisdom and the compassion, your system and your design. Again, your form and your field. You become aware of your divine alignment. You facilitate and allow divine flow. As above, so below. You harmonize being. You start to function and create from a higher state of awareness. 
you express differently, and you start to embody life or creation itself with humility and reverence. Something in you starts to change. And anyone who does this work will tell you a lot of times what they notice most is their change in perspective, the way they see and understand not only themselves, but the world around them. Imagine coming online this way, tuning in this way, starting the process of freeing yourself from old fears, doubt, and confusion, and finally understanding you. The intelligent design of creation as expressed through your own body and your energy. Now, of course, it's a process, and it's supported by your daily life experiences. Every day you can witness your own level of connection, the way you perceive, what you are projecting, your personal alignment, and your functionality. Just pay attention while honoring your choice and ability to transform. Pay attention to the oppositions and duality in all forms. Start to study and recognize how harmony can be found. Where's the imbalance, the extremes, and how can they be tempered through understanding? How can they be tempered through changes in your action and your expression? And again, considering what you are projecting, how you're functioning, noticing your own thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. What are your personal polarities and how can you lean in the other direction when you feel you're in an extreme? Study, pay attention, observe, practice your practice. Now, I just want to highlight, in case this isn't clear, don't judge the extremes. Remember, they are helping you to understand the highs and lows of any functionality. So something to just consider for yourself is what have you personally learned in extremes? And how does this help you understand the impact of separation, separation mentality? How does it help you understand the impact of imbalance? When you are in these states, what's missing? Is it something like experiencing all mind and no emotion? Or all emotion without logic? What have those type of experiences been? Sometimes we're so focused on the body or the material realm without managing our energy. Or on the other hand, we may be out of body, disconnected from the physical realm. And so out there in the intuitive mind. That's out of balance. Think about when you have experienced or seen all anger without compassion or giving and giving and giving without self-love and care. We have the polarity of seeking external validation without honoring ourselves or putting your own self 
on a pedestal and shaming others. Have you experienced that? Have you seen it? Have you done it? What happens in these extremes? How about when we trust in everyone and everything out there, outside of ourselves, without trusting us? When you don't trust you and you only trust the world around you, how does that impact you? Or what about the times where you may have been or have seen someone so stubborn and rigid in their way that they miss opportunities to learn from others? Again, just pay attention to your experience. Observe and consider where you can harmonize. Come out of self-criticism and self-identification through the extremes of good and bad, right and wrong. We good and bad each other all the time. We right and wrong each other and ourselves all the time. What happens in those extremes? Think of the fear, the pressures, and obsession that this produces. We even try to reach perfection based on false standards, unhealthy and imbalanced illusions. Step back and be in your awareness, your integrity, love, and start to trust you, your functionality, your design. Come back to your original function, the love that is all beneath the chaos and the confusion, that creative force, the life force that is present in all things, that essence of yourself that you experience in meditation and energy work. Harmonize and expand this light, this consciousness and vibration through your body, mind, and energy. Practice your practice. What are you learning? You know, this kind of makes me think about um, water, right? Water, even when it's contaminated, it's still water. And we have processes to purify water that has been diluted. And again, it's still water, but in a purified state, it can nourish existence. So you are of the divine. And yes, with a few bumps and bruises. <laughs> but you also have a process of purification, which we call healing and transformation. And this nourishes your existence. Just like the water. And even in the extremes and challenges, you know, they've served a purpose. These have been your teachers and have provided so many experiences and opportunities to create, think, and express of your own free will. And here you are with another choice and chance to craft your life your way, to continue to use what you've learned, understanding duality, and using this awareness as a guide to return to your peace. Using the polarities as a form of study to transform the old distortions and imbalances of mind and body. You know, these practices that we call spiritual are processes to help us morph back into a balanced, natural, and healthy state of being. 
So again, just take time today and consider what you have learned through your experience, through the polarities, through the extremes. What are you learning now? You want to make sure to acknowledge your growth and your process, your efforts. And if you fall, which we all do, pick yourself up and acknowledge how it made you stronger, more aware. Be willing to forgive and see in new ways. Acknowledge your resilience. And remember, outside of good and bad, right and wrong, we are all learning in our own ways. So just observe and keep trying. You're changing all the time, but how the changes impact you and where it leads you It's all a matter of your own effort to harmonize mind, body, and energy. And again, in the harmony, we allow that flow, that divine flow of inspiration, seeing and being in um, what we often call a higher state of awareness. Think of how your work and your practices have changed you already. Why do you do this work? How is it supporting you? Now, if you want more support in your journey of transformation, of course, you can go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com, and we can work together in sessions, or you can take my online courses, or become a member of the Alchemy Circle, which is available on Patreon. So go to patreon.com forward slash Reiki Radio. And with that membership, you receive new content, tips and tools every Tuesday, and you'll be invited to live events once a month. And in fact, recently, we've been exploring the intuitive mind. And of course, we will explore other layers of this type of work, including the energy of evolution. So I hope this conversation inspires your own thoughts. And if you enjoyed it or think it will be helpful to others, please share. And again, as I mentioned in the beginning, I thank you so much for your mentions on Facebook and Instagram and your ratings on Apple Podcasts. I really do appreciate your support and I love hearing from you. Now, stay tuned, of course, because like I said, we do also have some new interviews coming up. So if you make sure to be subscribed to the podcast wherever you are listening, whether Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, subscribe to the show. And this way you won't miss the live uh, or the new interviews, I should say. And if you want to watch the interviews, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can watch the interviews that I've had before or the ones that are upcoming. So that is all for today. Um, I always am so thankful for you being here. Oh, one last thing I don't want to forget to tell you. I mentioned a few months ago that Raven Keys, um, who was interviewed on Reiki Radio, she is coming to San Diego in October. She is the one that... um, we talked about medical Reiki and she is coming to San Diego this October, just a few months away for medical Reiki training and certification. So if you are a Reiki master and you are interested in this, be sure to look at that on my website as well. There is a link on my homepage. You will see a picture that says medical Reiki with Raven keys. 
click on that for more information. You can even listen to that podcast, but I would love to see you. I will be there as a student as well, and I'm really looking forward to it. So don't forget to look that up, um, and I will see you all soon. Remember to always journey in love. <laughs>